what's up what's up what's up snap survivors i am tasha pierce this is after the snap a virtual refugee camp for everyone who was affected by thanos snap thanks for joining me again thanks for coming back uh if you're new welcome welcome to the show gonna tell you about my big week remember we were talking about tasha's big week we've been talking about it for for about a week now right so my big week included uh reviewing these these movies then going to see movies and the culmination of my big week was aquaman yesterday except no no my car it decided to to take a freaking crap before I could go see Aquaman so haven't seen it yet nope um probably be will be seeing it with the rest of you on December 20th but uh you know shit happens uh yeah stuff happens the the truck is uh 15 years old it's got 250,000 miles on it so it's like kind of like I can't get mad at it for taking day off but why when I was trying to get to Atlantis, why would you take that day off? So, you know, I started considering uh, calling an Uber. But that's just going to be, that would be very, an ex- very expensive trip to Atlantis. So I'm just going to have to uh, sit it out and wait until Thursday. I bought a ticket. I had already bought a ticket for Thursday because uh I anticipated wanting to see the movie again so I bought a ticket for yesterday the prime uh, uh, screening and I bought a ticket for Thursday so fingers crossed that I will get there on Thursday what I did get to see though I did get to uh, to see into the spider-verse and because that movie has been released it came out um, on the 14th so because that movie has been released, I will do a non-spoiler review for that movie. I'll go into a little more detail than I did uh, for Bumblebee because that movie has not been widely released yet. And I didn't want to sway too many people's opinions. I just told you that Bumblebee was a great movie and that uh, on a scale from one to five, I believe I gave it a four you do want to see Bumblebee and that is also coming out uh, widely released this coming weekend so we know that there's going to be a slugfest at the box office this weekend we're going to talk about that just a little tiny bit more after I talk to you about subscribe share rate and review Uh, for those who have rated reviewed shared the show and subscribed thank you i am eternally grateful for your support i am eternally grateful for uh, my patreon supporter i hope to at least uh, sometime soon be able to throw an s at the end of that so i'll have supporters but right now um one is one is fine one is fine <laughs> one's company <laughs> so um Yes, so subscribe, share, rate, and review. If you have friends, people who might be tucked away on your friends list on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, share the show with them because we never know 
who may be interested in the content. Uh, spread the wealth. You know, share. Also, um, if you want to find me on Facebook, that'll be it after the snap uh, on Facebook, the, the page. The group is Snap Survivors. And that's where it all goes down. We, we have uh, good conversations, ask thought-provoking questions, commenting, and uh, people share different kind of memes. It's, it's like any other Facebook page except for you right here with me. All right. On Twitter, I'm at Snap After. On Instagram, I'm After the Snap 2018. And of course, you can email me after the snap at gmail.com I want comments I want critiques I want uh, show ideas I want interaction that is the lifeblood of a podcast um, if not if you don't interact then I'm really just talking to myself right right <laughs> so hopefully you guys uh, you guys join in, in a, join in the fun give me something to talk about Speaking of something to talk about, um, you know, my, my episodes come out Tuesday and Friday. This past Friday, I did not tell you the next movie in the watch party. So if you are watching along, we just watched The Incredible and Misunderstood Hulk. Next week is Thor, the first Thor. So we will finish out Nick Fury's big week by watching Thor this in and uh talking about it this friday okay so um also the way my episodes go there's an episode due on uh christmas and there's an episode due on new year's day and i am not taking days off no days off i will post an episode on uh christmas and on new year's day the christmas episode be a little different the New Year's Day episode is the day before my birthday, so lots of fun, haha, ha, laughs, joy. Uh, it will also mark uh, right there. My birthday is January second. January second will mark our second month of doing this. So, uh, how time flies when we're having fun, and this has been a joy to do. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna hold on, keep talking, and and getting all emotional because we've got plenty of time for that. One of the things that uh, that I've been wanting to mention in, in a, a podcast was that the average lifespan of a podcast is 174 days. So while most people will se- celebrate their monthly anniversaries, and I am, I'm acknowledging that we've got our second month anniversary uh, quickly approaching, I am going to celebrate the 175th day that After the Snap is on the air. So we've got some time uh, to think about what ways we'd like to celebrate it. And, and uh, you, maybe you guys can give me ideas on, on a way to, uh, to mark our 175th day when we get there. Because I anticipate being here after that 174 day average. And uh, with your help, we'll have a bigger audience and the party will be just that much bigger. So all those things being said, uh, 
appreciate you appreciate you guys for supporting me thus far today we're going to get right on in to a spoiler free talk about uh into the spider-verse <clears throat> so enter the spider hint into the spider-verse was created by phil lord and christopher miller you might know those names because they're behind the uh the uh lego movie so if you like the lego movie uh phil lord and christopher miller are the guys right now into the spider-verse uh is enjoying a stay on rotten tomatoes they're hanging out at 97 percent they also got an 87 on metacritic so they're hanging out in the upper echelon of movies and right now i'm going to give you guys facts Everything I'm telling you right now is pretty much a fact. Um, I'll get into what I think at the back end of the of the uh, of the review. So, right now they're sitting at the top of the box office. They've made a uh, thirty-five million dollars domestically, twenty-one million dollars internationally. So so far we're looking at. 56 million dollars on a 90 million dollar pr production budget so um they're very close to equaling their production bu budget um they're avoiding the slugfest the next week because this week coming up we have aquaman bumblebee holmes and watson mary poppins it's going to be a very very big movie for big budget films they came out that one week ahead of time and are pretty much you know soaking basking in the uh the sunlight of being the only uh superhero movie to be out to come out this week so um they've been nominated for a golden globe for best animated feature um and currently it is certified fresh if you are unsure of what certified fresh means, I'm going to need you to go one episode back where I explain exactly what uh, certified fresh on the Rotten Tomato tomato meter means. And now I think now you're going to get into what I think about the movie. They got an A plus on cinema score. I forgot to say that. And because we're going to go ahead and talk about what I think, I believe that A-plus is well-deserved. Um, this movie has everything. It's got something for the kids and the diehards. And the animation. The animation, the, the, the amount of uh, precision that they put in the animating process is sick. So... I will talk about it like in terms of uh, each spider person has their own distinct style. And I talked about this in uh, Spider-Ham and other arachnids. Uh, speaking of Spider-Ham, he's, dr he's drawn or animated like the OWB characters. Then we have uh, Spider-Man Noir. He is uh, from... I believe it was 1933 and he is uh, he, he's in black and white <laughs> so there's that 
And then we have uh, Penny Parker, and she is uh, drawn in almost like that Sailor Moon type of uh, animation. If if you remember the, the the way that Sailor Moon was animated, that is pretty much where we put Penny Parker. Each spider person, distinct style, distinct personality. Um, so you can see it even in the way they fight, what they bring to the uh, action parts of the movie. Uh, without spoiling, they each their style fits their 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 way of animation. So when you see an action sequence with uh, Spider Ham, I think what you would imagine is what we get. And I'll leave that just like that. So, and, and then Miles, and I was trying to remember, or I was trying to think of the word that I want to use to, uh, to describe his movements. And the only thing I could come up with is like fluid. Like, it's almost like watching a, 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 a hip hop dancer. So people who dance with the quote unquote hip hop style, his movements as Spider-Man will put you in that mind frame. So everybody's style fits that character. Um, the soundtrack is a killer, and and I'm not being funny. It's like a you okay. So you get the songs that are actually on the uh, soundtrack that Jaden Smith uh, from Nicki Minaj. You got some. Uh, what is these kids post malone and sway sick the songs are sick but then you hear biggie in there you, you know it's just when you hear the score for this movie everything fits everything fits the fact that we're talking biggie and we're talking uh new york you can get that whole vibe and of course you know that's where we are we're in we're in brooklyn so you, you get the whole vibe. Um, you get to feel, see, and experience Miles Morales. Uh, you, you get to understand his biracial uh, household. Because, you know, you got his dad, who is uh, African American. And then you got his mom, who is uh, Latino American. And she does revert to Spanish. And uh, Miles speaks Spanish with his mom. He speaks English with with his friends. He speaks Spanish on the street with some with the people who speak Spanish. Miles is a a well rounded character. So you, I think you will just I think you you will fall in love with Miles as a kid. Uh, the Stan Lee cameo was both uh, heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time. Um, he's, he's, uh, he, he works in a costume shop and he gives a pep talk without even knowing that he's giving a pep talk. So, uh, again, Stan Lee, we're going to miss him and I definitely am going to miss his cameos, but I'm so glad that they included this, that in, in this movie, that cameo. Um, the movie itself is funny, touching heartbreaking, inspiring. It literally has everything. It's balanced between the uh, the exposition of the stakes and how we get 
where we are with Miles and the heavy action of, uh, of regular superhero movies. So the, the exposition, how they uh, explain where we started from and how we got to where we are with Miles, you, you can't beat it. It, it's, uh, it can be understood by uh, adults and children alike. Um, all of this while introducing us to a kid named Miles who's just going through kid shit. And that's the thing. Um, we get the sense that Miles just wants to go through kid shit. Now you got this other stuff coming. You finding out all this other, this whole other side of humanity exists. So yes, that's one thing to see it on TV. It's another thing to read about it. But it's something entirely different to be thrust right in the middle of some villainous shit. And, and that's basically where I feel like uh, where I feel like Miles is after we after we get to know him a little bit. So won't talk too much more. I won't spoil. Uh, <laughs> I won't spoil into the Spider-Verse, but I will say um, I'm pretty sure a lot of you have seen it already, but I'm, I'm, I'm still being respectful and mindful of those who have not. My uh, rating and I usually do this one to five. And I'm saying, right now, I'm saying five. So I, I gave you that moment of silence to absorb that. I'm saying five. And I'm saying that this is the movie of the year. You could fight me. I, this is the best superhero movie of 2018 this may possibly be in the top five all time and I know I I read that somewhere and I mentioned it on another podcast but I'm telling you it's the truth this movie is possibly in my it's possibly it's definitely in the top 10 it is possibly top five material and arguably the best superhero film ever. So I'm going to let you just absorb what, what I'm saying and you don't have to agree. And if you don't agree, I am, I would like to hear why, because not saying that you have to put it in a top five or a top 10 or say that it's a five out of five. We have to agree uh, that this is a good movie. And if we don't agree, that's fine too. Just tell me why you feel like you didn't like it. Because that's one of the things that I didn't like about some of the stuff after behind the, the after I've seen the movie um, and I read Rotten Tomatoes uh, reviews and people just saying, oh, the animation was just choppy. Bullshit. The animation was, there was nothing. That, uh, that animation was flawless. It looks like, uh, again, they they took all of these different universes and put them in one universe. That's why there's different styles of animation going on. Um, the way that it looks like, a, like they said, and I'm using the they, but it looks like a comic book that just leaps off the pages. It is well animated, well scripted, well acted, 
well, just, I don't know what to say. If you think this is a bad movie, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you think is a good one. And a lot of the people who I've been hearing say that this is a bad movie are actually people who thought that uh, Batman versus Superman was the best superhero movie that they've seen. Not saying that there's anything wrong with Batman versus Superman. There's a lot that we can critique, we can agree to disagree on. And if you believe for real that that is the top movie uh, in, in your superhero library, then I'm going to say that you're just being unfair because this is a Marvel movie and it's not even Marvel Studios or the MCU this is a Sony Marvel movie and I'm saying that it is the best movie this year the best the best movie not just superhero movie the best movie this year and uh, closely followed by Black Panther and Infinity War fight me <laughs> so um i love the movie i will be going back if, if i have to hitchhike because the truck took a took a crap but yeah you tell me if you saw into the spider-verse this past weekend or if you see it whenever tell me what you think of it and tell me if you agree that it could be top ever some of the top 10 top five best ever superhero movies if you don't think so you know you can tell me why um i don't my, my anticipation is never to change your mind and you won't change mine <laughs> you will not change my mind as well um i think what i think and i said what i said so uh but i do i do like to hear other people's opinions there's nothing to uh nothing to debate about so amidst all the other things that you do and all the other movies that you see please make sure into the spider-verse is one of them you will not be disappointed now moving forward moving forward you know how much i love a good fan theory and i'm going to share another one with you um, this one is, of course, about Endgame. What else could we be theorizing about? Who cares about the other movies? Well, actually, I do. But right now, it's all about uh, Endgame, especially when it comes to overthinking something that we have absolutely no control over. The movie is done. They've wrapped the shooting and all of that. They're done with the movie, so we can guess all we want. Um, we gonna get one movie on April 26th and it is not gonna be pieced together from all of the fan theories but this one is a good one and I love good fan theories I love the thought that goes into uh, conceiving a good fan theory and on reddit over on reddit where all the good theories are there is a theory that nobody died uh, when Thanos snapped his fingers and I know what we're saying is, wait a minute, I saw Spider-Man die. That doesn't mean we saw Spider-Man turn to dust. 
doesn't necessarily mean he's dead does not necessarily mean he has kicked the bucket he just didn't feel well and then he turned into dust what if the people who turned to dust were simply trans transferred to a different reality another reality where in their reality they saw everybody that didn't turn to dust in the first reality that they saw those people turn to dust so the people who were turned to dust that we saw on the screen have been transferred to another reality where the other people who are just moving around trying to figure out what the hell happened those people are dust in that other reality and that by Ant-Man, Scott Lang, being trapped in the quantum realm, he was caught between those two realities, which is why he was unaffected by the snap. Didn't even know what the heck happened until he came out. So what do you what do what do you think about that? I mean, that to me that that is a whole different uh that that could make us have two movies you know what i mean we could have the one movie where we're watching um black widow and cap and thor deal with the uh aftermath and then we can have a whole different movie where we have black panther uh bucky and falcon and all of them dealing with the aftermath sadly I don't think that's what's happening. Uh, <laughs> it is a good theory, though. I mean, and if you just want to sit and think about something and if you want to expound on it. So if you believe that this is a good theory and it is also a feasible theory, tell me why. Uh, expound on that theory just a little bit and let me know what I'm missing. Because I, I just feel like that that would open up the door for a whole separate movie. And I don't think that was uh, Marvel's intention. I, I don't think they want to have two separate movies. Of course, it doesn't matter what I think. I uh, I am not uh, one of the Russos. If they decided that they wanted to do it that way, so be it, so be it. And I'll still be sitting in the theater, probably April 25th, that evening, watching the movie. So... Um, one way or the other, I'm going to see it. So whatever they've done with the, with these characters, um, I'll be there. But this theory just, it, it, it's a good theory. It's not a bad theory. It, um, again, it took some thought to get here and I appreciate that. So what do you think? Okay. So we, we've talked about, uh, this this very very intriguing fan theory so i guess we're going to talk about oh again watch party friday we are going with thor thor the first thor i want to say i liked that movie so that'll be a good thing that i can sit and and you know rewatch it and see what it was that a lot of people did not like uh, Thor was also a very misunderstood character uh, in the beginnings and as a matter of fact all the way up until Ragnarok Thor was getting the business because uh, the way his character was conceived 
and the way that his character was brought to life. No diss to Chris Hemsworth. He does a great job as Thor. It was the, uh, and we'll get into it next week. I'm pretty sure a lot of you already know where I'm going, how many of the uh, Hydra agents, <laughs> yeah, Hydra agents were hating on Thor and uh, all the way up to Ragnarok. When, when Ragnarok hit, they were, you know, the whole tide changed about Thor. So we'll talk about it. And you can tell me what you think, and I'll tell you what I think, and we'll have a good old time on Friday. Okay, uh, but before that, before we even get to Friday, again, I'm going to invite everyone to the party over at iTunes where you can rate and review the podcast. Yes, you can rate and review the podcast. It does so much to help the, the show grow. So much to move us up the ranks to bypass iTunes funky algorithm where they get to figure out whether you live or die by the snap of their fucking fingers. Yes, iTunes is Thanos in the podcast world. And I do not want to be uh, taken out by the snap. And then we have to have another podcast called After After the Snap. So, no, we don't want to do that. Rate and review. Subscribe, if you will. Share the show with a friend. If you'd like to donate to uh, the movie fund, send me to the movies. Go over to Patreon slash After the Snap. And, uh, yeah, give me a little give me a little movie ticket money. And I will be eternally grateful to you for that. Um... Uh, what else what else what else oh you know where to find me I've already told you about Facebook snap after on Twitter uh, after snap 2018 on uh, on Instagram you know the places you know the email addresses after after the snap at gmail.com what are you waiting for drop me a line I'm getting lonely um and since I guess I'm through talking to myself for the week I mean, you, oh, you over there in Virginia. I see you. I see you in Indiana. I see you in Illinois. I see you over here in Texas. Let me see. Oh, Australia. I see you. Croatia. I see you. Uh, who is this over here? Peru and Chile. I see you. I see you up there in Canada, Wisconsin, Minnesota. I see you all. And uh, I thank you. I definitely thank you for joining me week after week, listening to me drone on and on about uh, and wax poetic about the various cinematic universes. And uh, yeah, just stick with me. Hang in there. We, we're gonna get through this whole virtual refugee camp. We're gonna we're gonna get to the other side, and we're gonna find out exactly what happened uh, after the snap. <laughs> pun intended and we're also going to uh we're going to find out where all the other cinematic universes go but before we do all that we're gonna watch thor and you're gonna join me on friday right right and since i have absolutely nothing else just really burned up two and a half minutes just rambling there okay since I have nothing else, 
I'll catch you on the flip.